There is no other podcast like this, so proceed with caution as we challenge your beliefs by providing the forbidden information kept away from you and your family by modern medicine so they can keep you on the path of drugs for anything and drugs for everything. Hundreds of years of preventative medicine have been destroyed by Big Pharma. We're in the dark ages of true healing. After all, it's not just about living long, it's about living well. If your continuing search for answers has led you nowhere, you will find the truth here on the Forbidden Doctor Podcast. Now prepare to have your consciousness explode into the next evolutionary stage of human existence with your hosts, Dr. Jack and Mary Stockwell. Stockwell. Hey everybody, it's Dr. Jack. And Mary. And we're here with episode number 74 Four quick fixes for acute conditions. Not chronic conditions. These are acute when you're in pain. The exciting thing about this is that you can actually fix acute conditions with whole foods. With whole food supplements, concentrates. Yeah, this is a very exciting podcast. I think you're going to like it. But before we get started... This is our weekly feature. We just love doing this every week now because it gives us a nice big smile on our face. Forbidden (laughs) secrets. They don't want you to know. These are the secret things that they're keeping from you, the dumb things they tell you, and the really important things they just know nothing about. I'm going to tell you about a patient of mine, not mine, a patient of the clinics that came to see me last August. And she was very, very sick. One of her big complaints was that she couldn't have sex because the walls of her vagina were so thin it would tear her up. And so she just, they just stopped having sex. We're not talking about a moisture problem. No, there was no moisture problem at all. And they, you know, tried using, of course, extra moisture, everything. It it didn't work. So they just finally stopped. She said it was just so painful. She couldn't do it. And after nine months of taking her personalized protocol... And she added in ageless thyroid, which she had other things to say about that. She thought that was really great. She just told me a few days ago that she and her husband went on vacation this last week. She was so thrilled. They had sex four days, four days of sex, she said. And she said it actually felt good. Well, nine months of making up. It's like a baby. Yes, (laughs) making up for nine months of no sex in four days. Yeah, and she rebuilt her collagenous fibers. I mean, that's the cool thing your body can heal. Um, It did take nine months. This is not part of our acute fixes. This is... This no, is we're not, not telling you how to have better sex. No. That's not... This is not... This oh, is, oh, we just lost half the audience. <laughs> oh, and you know what? I did add in 4-till B12 also. Yes. That's just for libido. Right. Um, that wasn't to help her rebuild her walls. But... but this was so exciting. She had a smile from, Aww. you know, and her husband wasn't in there, so I don't know how he felt, but I'm sure he was pretty excited. I bet he too, was smiling so. before she was smiling. Yeah. Okay. And something interesting happened, too, that I wanted to mention. We went up and talked with our compounder, the company that puts our products together, the Ageless Thyroid and the Lee Enzymes, and they've brought on this amazing guy. He has been in the nutraceutical vitamin company since the 1970s. He is set on the board of many companies. He told us incredible stories about some of these vitamin companies getting sued. You know, um, one of them is, oh, can I mention it? Yeah. Airborne? Yeah. That's the one that has the little packets, the little bubbly packets. Effervescent packet that's mostly... uh vitamin C, but some other things in there as well for cold and flu. Yeah, and they um, claim that it prevented you from getting sick, well, from getting cold, but you can't ever say that it prevents you from doing that. 
They were careful, though, I think, in their texts that they sent out and their advertising and everything else to not say that, but that was implied. In fact, they only the reason they finally got fined by the FDA for $300 million was because they had pictures of germs on their packaging. So that implied... That their product killed germs. Yeah, which it didn't. It was just... You know, help the immune system. Yeah, just stuff. it's an immune system boost. Booster. And there were plenty of people who said, "Yes, when I take this, I have less cold, less flu symptoms." Yeah. But they had made so much money off of this that, yeah. that the FDA went after it. Yeah, they sued them or fined them for three hundred million. They ended up settling for I think twenty seven million. Twenty seven million. But um, anyway, the reason. You know, he, he went through all these things. He told us such great stories, but he said, you know, I've been in this business a long time, and I have never seen a more quality product than what you have. Yeah. He said, everybody comes to us and says, oh, we want the best product. We want the best one out there. We want to beat everybody. And he says, as soon as they see the price, they say no. Every yeah. time. Every right, time. Right, because they know they have to compete on price, not quality. Yeah. So they have to make it on the cheap. Yeah. So he said, I even want to take your product. He says, that's rare. But I'm yeah. so impressed with the ingredients and the, the formula. And, you know, we had Brent Roth help us with that. He's mm-hmm. the president yes, he of um, the company that puts our product together. Yes. So we're, we, and especially the ageless thyroid, which is what this woman took, um, it is what I took for years. And it, it's expensive, and it's a lot of pills to take all those out. This way, it's cheaper by taking just the ageless thyroid. Yes, it's all to combined it's in one pill. It's all combined. The HPA axis, the hypothalamus-pituitary-adrenal axis, is looped back together. And we have had so many testimonials uh, about our ageless thyroid. So, and, But we're going to have to be very careful to not ever relate that to any disease Yes. after speaking to him. In fact, we have to go back and rename a bunch of our podcasts and take away all kinds of um, handouts that we gave, and it's a, it's a yeah, sad Yeah, and so day. let me just make a disclaimer here right now. If we've ever said anything that linked a product that we've talked about to curing a disease, which we're very careful to never say anything like that... Uh, we take it back. Yeah. <laughs> back, back, no switchbacks. Yeah, that kind of a thing. Because uh, we can talk about ingredients and we can talk about conditions, but you can't name a product with those conditions. Yeah. You know, the FDA doesn't like that. So we, we, we're going to try and be more careful with that. Even though we are the forbidden doctor, we're going to try to work within all the different restrictions that we have. It's okay, so, so let's get on with this. Uh, we have actually 13 quick fixes for acute conditions, but we're only, we only don't have time for four in this podcast. We'll do more in future podcasts. Yeah. We'll so, so we only have four. And one thing that the first thing I want to talk about here is the thing that strikes terror in the hearts of almost all parents, mm-hmm. especially with the first child, maybe the second child, or maybe the first time it's ever happened if they have several children that they haven't really run across, and that is a sudden-onset high fever in a child. Yeah. Where it, uh, the, you know, in the afternoon they seem to be okay, and then they started getting a little pale. It's and always then, at night. Yes, and then all of a sudden they had a fever of 103, 104, 105, and Ooh. you're panicky. You don't know what to do about it. Do we need to go to the ER? What, what's going to happen? Uh, at the ER, they're probably going to give you an antibiotic, which is... Well, not... if it's that high, it's bacterial. If it, Yes. So that would be... But it could also be something else. Yeah. And that is calcium deficiency. Yeah. 
Uh, childhood fevers, infectious acute inflammatory states in children are almost always associated with low serum or tissue calcium. And we're going to be very specific about how we describe this here because uh, calcium lactate um, is something that's, uh, it is only one enzyme state away from calcium bicarbonate, which is the only form of calcium your body can use anyway as far as being free calcium inside the blood. And there is a direct relationship, and in a moment here I'm going to mention a couple of uh, very well-respected, well-renowned, peer-reviewed medical journals that say exactly what I'm about to tell you. And that is that calcium and its relationship to so many different processes in the body, calcium is so vitally important, it actually has a gland to regulate its level. No other mineral required by human nutrition Glands. has a gland to per- regulate it. Parathyroids. So, so the parathyroid glands, two on each side, and they're on the outer edge of the thyroid itself. They are not thyroid tissue, although thyroid tissue permeates the parathyroid, but the parathyroid does something totally different mm-hmm. than thyroid gland. And what it does is it it regulates uh, a hormone called calcitonin, and that has a direct effect on how your body utilizes calcium. And so the thing that I want to mention here is that when, especially younger kids, when teeth begin to erupt, come through the gum, the, the body needs tremendous amounts of calcium to support that action inside the body. And if there is not enough calcium in the child's diet, the child's body will take the calcium out of the bones. And the way that it does that is it has to raise the temperature. There's a py- what's called a pyrogenic effect triggered by the liver to raise the body's temperature so that there are certain enzymes that can take calcium out of the bones of these developing children to get them into the teeth. Yeah. And that resulting high fever can cause tremendous panic in a parent. Now, this is different, though, when they have a bacterial infection or viral infection. You want to help that out with calcium also, which we talk about yes. in many of our podcasts. But with a child, you want to stop that fever if they're teething because they're going to be sucking the calcium out of their bones. Right. There's so that's, sudden the, loss. that's one of the times, unless you know it's some kind of horrible infection. Yes. And, and even then, you don't want to get a super high fever. You but know, if they got a big rash and they got spots all over their face yeah. and then swollen glands and all this fevers, stuff, that's different. Those are good fevers. They're killing the virus or, the, or right. the bacteria. They're burning it up. But when it's teething, when the child is drooling and teething and biting on everything and they get a fever, that's when you need the calcium lactate to bring that fever down so they have calcium from their diet and they don't have to go steal it from the bones. And because so many processes in the body require calcium, calcium lactate made by standard process that we're talking about is the most utilized product in standard process. It's also the cheapest. cheapest. Pill for pill is Mm -hmm. the cheapest product that they make. And it's a blend of calcium lactate and magnesium citrate, a five to one calcium magnesium ratio, which is the ratio that's in our blood, not in the tissues, but in the blood. Now remember, Whatever is in a certain ratio mix of various enzymes, vitamins, minerals, nutritional factors, whatever else that's in the blood, that's the way it's supposed to be. Because blood is in the life, your life is in your blood. Your body will, as we've said before, beg, borrow, and steal anything it can to keep that blood pure. 
And when you see a 5 to 1 ratio of calcium to magnesium in the blood, that's the ratio you should take. So people There's are a taking, lot of pro- yeah, yeah, 1 to 1. You'll see a lot of this yeah. one part calcium, one part magnesium. The calcium is probably calcium carbonate or something else your body can't even use. This is where marketing runs amok. Well, also magnesium, I mean, calcium is a little bit alkaline, so the magnesium citrate acidifies the pill. And Dr. Royal Lee made it that way, so it'd be easier to yeah, your break body, down. Yeah, your body can't use calcium in an alkaline state. Right. In fact, that's some, one of the things that leads to arthritic degeneration, it leads to kidney stones, is that when your, your urine becomes a little bit alkaline instead of the acid it's supposed to be, the calcium will start to precipitate out from its dissolved state back to a solid state. That builds up in the kidneys. That's Stones scary. form. Yeah. So the human body was literally designed to be built up by this calcium lactate. Now, calcium lactate... Mm-hmm. So, Mary, I'm going to ask you a trivia question. Okay. If calcium lactate is so vitally important to human physiology, where do we find it on in a natural form on the earth? I know. Wait for it. Mother's milk. That's the only place calcium lactate shows up in a natural form on the planet. Now, in standard process, we make it. So cool. That's how we build our bodies. Yes. Yeah, with the calcium. Yeah, because the baby's brain needs it, the skin, the hair, the nails, the bones, the nerves, all these things require calcium. And so it needs a tremendous amount of calcium in a form that it can actually utilize quickly. So uh, calcium lactate is the only form of calcium that we recommend. And with the SP mixture of magnesium citrate, you're going to get calcium and magnesium in a ratio that it shows up in the blood. Now, you're not talking just human mother's milk. You're talking about all mammals. All mammals. Yeah. What order of mammals is the most prodigious number of animals on the planet? Those nasty little rats. The little rodents. The rodents. But interestingly enough, what do you think is number two on the face of the planet? The most, the highest number of species of mammals on the planet next to rodents. Bats. Bats, I read yes. the notes. Yes. Oh, I keep forgetting that. <laughs> I keep forgetting you read the notes. Yeah, I sound bats so are not, smart. Bats are not flying mice. They're not flying rats. They are an actual... They're covered with fur, not feathers, not hair. They're covered with fur. And they uh, are in a complete order all by themselves, Teroptera. Yeah, they're kind of in the order of chimpanzees. and. Well, they're, closer, they're more closely related to a primate right. because of the... The the wing, the chiroptera means hand wing. And because their hand is a wing, and because the articulation of the bones in their hands that make up the wing is closer to a primate mm. than it is the rodent. The things you learn and, on this podcast. My gosh, the forbidden doctor just, Jeez. I'll tell you. So anyway, Dr. Lee talked about this kind of stuff all the time. Children with erupting teeth will get a sudden loss of blood calcium. The fever steals the calcium from the bone, so we give them calcium lactate, and the fever goes down almost in seconds to a few minutes. Yeah, that's wonderful. And so, you know, now let me give you some scientific background behind this. In June of 1989, the Journal of Pediatrics, the, the article is called, uh, the title, Hypocalcemia in Critically Sick Children. Hypocalcemia meaning low blood calcium. And these are kids who are chronically sick, have low blood calcium. And this, of course, is what Dr. Royal Lee said 60 years ago. And it's the, now remember, it's the lactic acid that is in raw milk 
that preserves the freshness of the milk, probably because it kills, kills the bacteria. The, mm-hmm. Pasteurization kills the lactic acid, destroys the lactic acid in raw milk. Crazy. That's why raw. That's why pasteurized milk never goes sour. It just rots. Yeah. It doesn't go sour. It smells so bad. Raw milk, no matter what state is in, even if it's sour and curdly, is very nutritious. Mm-hmm. It's fermented at this point. We just mix it in our soups, mix it in our food. You don't notice the. It, it brings a little sour taste to what you're eating, but a lot of people like that. Yeah. And anyway, and then then, then there's also uh, the role of calcium lactate in something called phagocytosis, which allows the white blood cells to destroy the pathogen. Among the white blood cells are phagocytes, and macrophages are a phagocyte. Mm-hmm. And f- phagocyte phag f- phag means to eat. It's cells that eat. And here's a, in the 1999 microbial pathogenesis, uh, some of you listening, your, your, uh, <laughs> your subscription <laughs> to that may have run out recently. <laughs> I suggest you renew it. The 1999 microbial pathogenesis. This, this is the name of the, of the article or the title. The role of calcium and phagocytosis. No, it says the roles. It's plural. The roles, excuse me. It's plural. Not role. Roles of calcium and phagocytosis in the elimination and attenuation of the strain of mycoplasma bacterium tuberculosis in human neutrophils. <laughs> Say that fast. <laughs> yes. Human <laughs> neutrophils are the white blood cells that attack the bad guys, the especially yeah. the uh, bacteria that causes tuberculosis. And this study, and it's 1999, and the conclusion, quote, we conclude that neutrophil-mediated killing of mycobacteria is an ionized calcium-dependent process. That simply means that the ability of the white blood cells to kill these bacteria is based on ionized calcium. So you can't have proper phagocytosis? Phagocytosis is the action of the phagocyte against the bacteria. The phagocytes are the good guys, the Mm -hmm. bacteria are the bad guys. You can't have it without ionized calcium. And ionized calcium is simply calcium uh, bicarbonate, which is what calcium lactate becomes in the bloodstream. And, by, and calcium bicarbonate is just ionized calcium. Calcium lactate converts right into calcium bicarbonate as soon as it hits the digestive system. The journal magazine called Science, June 1986, calcium modulation activates Epstein-Barr virus genome and latently affected cells. In other words, if you have ionized calcium in your body, it activates the destruction of Epstein-Barr virus. Wow. So when I'm dealing with patients with chronic fatigue, then I'll say, did you ever have mono? Did you have Epstein-Barr? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's still there. Here's what you need to do. Our healing triad of 636. And then here's another one. This is, a, this is from the American Journal of Gastroenterology, 2003. High levels of calcium may prevent bacteria from multiplying in the, the intestines. And this went along with it. High doses of calcium reduces E. coli symptoms. So, I mean, it's, it's in the journals. The problem is uh, the people who are out there prescribing by, um, antibiotics left and right should be reading their own journals because their own journals tell them what to do. Yeah, and in, in our podcast, I think it's number three, we talked about, we talk, we, we, I think we even put the video in for the calcium wave. Yes, that we do. Destroys and we go into it. We even show how it helps plague Plague, yeah. the actual plague. Yeah, uh, the Lawrence Livermore Laboratories, that's it, were tasked back in 2003 to weaponize plague. The federal government, okay, de- through then. the Department of Energy, no okay. less, paid Berkeley to find out how to weaponize plague, bubonic plague, the Black Death. And they did. And in the process of their studies, they found out, interestingly enough, when you have a high fever, you have very low tissue calcium. 
But when you have high tissue calcium that you're going to get from calcium lactate, what happens is it destroys the Yersinia pestis, which is the, um, the carrier of plague, and destroys it on contact. Well, who lived through the plague? But the milkmaids. I always say it's because of the microbes they were around, and, you know, the manure and everything else, but probably they're drinking the milk. Yeah, they're drinking the, the raw, milk that had the calcium lactate in it that loaded milk. their bodies with calcium. Yeah, the raw milk. And what do we have a plague of here? Ear infections? Yes. These kids getting pasteurized milk or formula instead of getting mother's milk or even an animal milk. Very good a point. A raw al- animal milk. Now, along with... Calcium lactate, its cousin has to be a part of it. And again, that's in podcast number three, The Healing Triad. Mm-hmm. This is 74, so it's you it's know a year back. ago. But uh, cataplex F is the ionizing factor that converts calcium lactate into calcium bicarbonate. Mm, pushes it into the tissues. Pushes it into tissues. This is the Scandinavian Medical, Medical Journal, 2003, the article is Prevalence and Predictive Value of Ionized Hypocalcemia Among Critically Ill Patients. And their conclusion was this. Ionized hypocalcemia, which means low, low blood calcium, is common among critically ill adults and is associated with increased mortality. That's death. Although the survivors and non-survivors differ significantly in the cause of their admission to the hospital, Hypocalcemia, again, low levels of calcium in the blood, was independently associated with 30-day mortality. We conclude that ionized hypocalcemia is a common laboratory abnormality among unselected critically ill adults. In other words, it didn't make any difference why they were admitted. Mm-hmm. It could be and it could be something with the nervous system, something with the digestive system, the something heart. cardiovascular, mm-hmm. cardiopulmonary, something, anything. Their ability to survive 30 days in the hospital was dependent upon the levels of how much calcium was in the blood. That simple. Live or die. That, when people call us when they're going into the hospital, we always say, Calcium, calcium, calcium. 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 Load up on calcium before you get to the hospital. Yeah. I take about five or six calcium lactate tablets every single night. It calms me down. It's like a warm glass of milk. Well, the calcium magnesium helps Mm -hmm. you to calm. Mm -hmm. And I think it protects me. All right. Let's go to number two. Wait, 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 wait. You missed something also, too. It's really good for food poisoning. If you think you may have consumed something that had E. coli in it, consume some calcium lactate. It's super-duper good for restaurant poisoning. Down the hatch, powdered calcium lactate. Oh, very good. Yeah. Now, how does Hollywood depict a heart attack? They gr- some, this sudden crushing pain in the center of the chest. They grab their chest. It radiates down the left shoulder and down their left arm, and they tumble down the <laughs> stairs. <laughs> On the ground. And the person who is named as beneficiary of the life insurance or the person who is the heir apparent of the kingdom. No, no. And then, and then they go crawling over to the chair where their jacket is, right, and, where they've got the, the um, nitroglycerin, and, and they don't quite make it. And some woman standing over them going, hmm. Do you need something? Yes. Hmm. Do you need a drink? Do you? And she, her, <laughs> her name understand. happens to be the same as the beneficiary of the life insurance. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, you know, that's, that's, that's so typical of heart attacks. And it's just angina 
pectoris or angina pectoris, Anginus. depending on what it's school you went to. It's the serious of all heart pains. The most serious of all heart pains. Deadly. And what they're doing is they're reaching for their amyl nitrate or their nitroglycerin, you know, which is probably the fastest acting drug in all of medicine. And interestingly enough, they, they know what it does. They just don't know why it does what it does. And what the nitroglycerin tablets underneath the, the tongue, it just, they either chew them up or they hold them underneath their tongue. It causes this immediate dilation of the smooth muscle tissue of the heart as well as the blood vessels because it, the nitro is immediately converted into nitric oxide. Nitric oxide causes dilation of the blood vessels, the coronary arteries. Suddenly the heart muscle is getting much more blood again and the bound up muscle because the heart is going into a cramp. It's just getting a charley horse Yeah, is what it is. And we refer to this to some degree in our podcast on the real cause of heart attacks, which, which is not a thrombus. It is a, a, a charley horse, yeah. a charley horse in the muscle itself. And that's what the nitroglycerin is doing, is causing dilation. Well, the nitroglycerin, the amyl nitrite, nitrate stuff, very interesting in Dr. Lee's studies years and years and years ago, was that he found that Within the vitamin E complex is a certain portion of that vitamin E that works exactly the same way that nitroglycerin does. It causes dilation of the blood vessels, formation of nitric oxide, and a relaxation of the cardiac tissue itself, the heart muscle tissue, so that it will relax. It doesn't work as fast as nitroglycerin, but in a matter of 10, 20, 30 minutes, there's almost a complete relief of that well, cramp inside the heart. Well, this is nature's form of nitroglycerin. Cat yeah. Cataplex E2. Dr. Lee went searching for this. He wanted the active, you know, principle inside of the vitamin E, not the tocopherol, the antioxidant that we use now, which is so ridiculous. Like the ascorbic acid, we use just grams of it instead of the gold inside of the vitamin C molecule. So he wanted... The vitamin E gold. Right. And that's what he found. That's the vitamin, well, he called it Cataplex E2. And it's, it's nature's form of nitroglycerin. Now, let me tell you, I carried this around with us in our emergency pack. I still do. In fact, it's so beat up. The, the little box inside of our emergency pack that I've taped it back together quite a few times. We've never had to use it. You've never gotten, or I have never gotten angina pectoris, but I knew about this clear back in 2001, 2002, yes. and I started packing Cataplex E2 every time we traveled. And you hear Mary say that we have this emergency pack. We have this bag of quick fixes for yeah. very serious problems that we hardly ever, ever have to use, but we have it with us when we travel. Yeah. Even if we go for two, three days, we take this bag. Remember, we just went to San Francisco? Yeah, for three days, and we took this bag we with us. We took this bag, and it's heavy, and it's a pain. And There's we... stuff to deal with gallbladder attack. There's stuff to deal with uh, heart problems, if you should have that. There's a lot of stuff to deal with cold flu symptoms, right. with quick onset fevers, all these things. We have them in there with us that we hardly ever have to use because we do most of the, these things anyway in a preventative manner. And that's the beautiful thing about Cataplex E2. If you take it in a preventative way, then... You'll find your dependence on the nitro waning a bit. Yes. Yeah. Now, we're not t saying take this in the place of it by any means. Um, nitroglycerin can um, save your life. Oh, but for those of you that don't have a prescription for nitroglycerin and you're getting up in years or whatever, if you go traveling somewhere, throw in some Cataplex E2 just in case that first attack of angina or something. Yeah, just three a day. 
Well, before, sure. But I'm just saying... On a daily, it, on a daily, like you would take three Cardio Plus a day or three Cataplex B a day for, for good heart support. Well, uh, Cataplex E2 works in 10-minute intervals. Yes. So 10, 20, 30 minutes. It's not as fast, of course, as nitroglycerin, but if you can chew it up every... Fo- Every four to five minutes, just chew up some pills. Typically, with the third or fourth dosage, the angina is all gone. Yes. Um, we've seen it disappear in 90 seconds. Well, not we, you and I, but a friend of ours has. And he watched somebody climbing up some stairs in the airport, and he started to panic. He sat down on a chair. He was touching his chest. And he, this friend had Cataplex E2 in their briefcase and grabbed it, had him chew it up, and it cleared right yeah, up. Yeah, cleared right up. So that's another reason to maybe carry it with you in case somebody else is yeah. having this problem. Yeah. So E2 is essentially the, um, the nature's form of the uh, crude nitroglycerin. Yeah, the nitroglycerin made by chemists is just a crude form of the vitamin E2. Vitamin E2 is the densest portion of the vitamin E complex. Yes. So, and um, it's separated out from the vitamin E complex through a distillation process that is patented by standard process. Mm-hmm. As from food. Okay. Organ meat. Let's go to the third one. The third critical da-da-da, acute pain, onset of pain. Now you can tell about this. Oh, yeah. Tell them what happens to you when you eat a hamburger with the bun, fries, and terrible oils, and a horrible milkshake that has no milk in it. Which I have not done in a long, long time, mind you. But I know that if I were to do that right now and go out and get lunch or dinner with a a, uh, bacon cheeseburger, fries that were fried in bad oil, and a milkshake to go with it, or a soft (laughs) drink for that matter, but milkshake's even worse. Because of the pasteurized dairy in it. Uh, about an hour later, hour and a half later, what happens? a part of my body will be sending out a 10-alarm <laughs> fire. <laughs> you have emergency gastric distress. Oh, emergency gastric distress. Yeah. Now, uh, there's another food that will do it, too, if I have late-night pizza. Which I, when's the last time you saw me eat pizza? I can't even remember. Yeah, neither can I. Yeah. But if I, tonight, before I went to bed... If I had a piece of uh, cold pizza left over from dinner, or even if it was a nice warm piece of pizza, about an hour to an hour and a half later, lying in a horizontal position in bed, Vesuvius would be going off and flowing up my throat to the back of my mouth. I wonder if it happened anymore because of all the gaps train or you know that you've stuff gone that I've through. been doing. Well, that's a good question. I don't Somebody know. Somebody ordered pizza in our office a few months ago, and it was like. We were screaming. We're like, who would do this? Yes. We threw it out. Yeah. Somebody brought donuts to us the other day. Yeah. So as a thank you. was very sad, and we had to throw them out. Well, we <laughs> that was a sad day. We didn't tell them. We, we thanked them, you know, profusely. <laughs> oh, how thoughtful. How, oh, Were, okay. were these um, deep fried in lard? These are chance? probably fried in vegetable oil, <laughs> yeah. and they're covered with... Anyway, we, as soon as they left, pew. Huh, I felt they bad went about in the trash it, can. I felt bad about it. Right. Now, we're not saying you can't have a donut now and then, but this was a dozen and a half, and there were just three people in the office. And yeah. 20 years ago, I would have taken care of it We myself. actually had somebody in our office, I won't say who, eat some of them. <laughs> okay, so, so what happens? Ha- Go ahead. You get this massive, I mean, I haven't really experienced this, um, but... You tell us. It's like when you get acid up in your Oh, yeah. Esophagus. It goes all the way up. It goes all the way up to the back of the throat, and it burns like the devil. Yeah. And you can't lay back down because it's like 
there's an open pipe, an open passageway that from the stomach into the throat. That cardiac paralyzed open. It won't shut. Yeah. So if you lay down, all the liquid all goes... All the liquid comes flowing up there. Now, the reason this is happening is because you're not producing enough acid. The, f- the f- contents of the food, because it's not producing food? enough... Did you say food? The contents of the stomach... <laughs> Um, I wouldn't there's call not that enough food. acid present to break down what you just sent down there. <laughs> and the stomach is saying, uh-uh, I'm sending it back. <laughs> yep, we're but out I'm here. going to send you a special package with it first. <laughs> a lot of acid. Yes, a lot of acid, but not enough acid to break down the product. And so it sits there and it ferments, bubbly, a bubbly fermenting mix like Old Faithful at Yellowstone waiting to blow. And... Um, abnormal acids are formed as a result of this. Gas is forming as a result of this. The stomach can't contain it anymore, and kablooey, it blows back up the throat. So how do you eliminate this? Because you can eliminate this pain in a matter of minutes. Yeah. We've always said to take Zypan right away, and that will work, but explain why it doesn't work immediately. Well, Zypan is, uh, has betaine hydrochloride in it, mm-hmm. and it needs to be hydrolyzed. In other words, it needs to have water mixed with it to convert the betaine hydrochloride into hydrochloric acid. And that takes and it a seems, minute. Yeah, and it seems kind of odd or counterintuitive that we would tell people if you've got an acidic stomach to add acid to it, but that is exactly what it needs. Yeah. To finish the job of acidifying the proteins, because the proteins aren't getting broken down, and that's what's causing the fermentation. So when it hits the stomach water, the Because you're taking water with this, but you want to take a special kind of water. Okay. You can tell. Yeah. You, if, when this happens, you're going, to ha- you're going to take about four or five Zypan and about three to five, depending on body size, tablespoons of apple cider vinegar... Diluted in about four to five ounces of water, just in water, not juice. Yeah, don't use chlorinated no. water because the combination of the chlorine and the apple cider vinegar will for- form an enzyme inhibitor. Yes, and that actually will shut down an aspect of the digestive process you don't want to do. So you're going to have filtered water, RO water, distilled water, no something, chlorine. but no chlorinated tap water. Yeah. And then you're going to mix uh, four, three to five tablespoons of apple cider vinegar in about four to five ounces of that water, just water, not juice, as we said, along with four to five uh, Zypan. And with the presence of that acidified water, the acetic acid that's in the, in the uh, apple cider vinegar, and don't be worried about that. Your body produces acetic acid. It's acetic acid that's in the skin that causes, that forms the um, acid mantle of the skin. Your skin should have a pH of about four and a half to five and a half mm-hmm. to talk- repel invaders, to we repel We talked about that borders. last, last I podcast. I think we talked about it in the last podcast. Yeah. yeah. And that's made with acetic acid. Your body produces acetic acid. Your body produces hydrochloric acid. Two perfectly normal things that you need in a higher amount when this takes place. So you're going to take four to five Zypan along with this four to five ounces of apple cider vinegar diluted water and, or water diluted apple cider vinegar, whatever. And in a matter of minutes, the pressure will begin to subside. Uh, The pain will disappear almost immediately. And along with the hydrochloric acid that's in Zypan is the most powerful proteolytic enzyme that your body manufactures, pepsin. 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 Pepsin comes out of the stomach wall to, to start the breakdown of proteins that you consume. But that takes a little bit of time. It takes a little bit of time, and it's it takes basic. a very pH stomach. Yeah. Pepsin is only activated around 2.0 to 2.5 pH. So it lays there dormant. And it won't go into action unless the acid gets that low. 
the pH gets that low, and that's what the apple cider vinegar is doing, is bringing the pH of the stomach down low enough that the pepsin can start doing its job. And if the pepsin does its job well enough, it breaks down those proteins into peptides, and that activates or stimulates two other hormones that tell the gallbladder and the pancreas what to do. Cholecystokinin. Uh-huh, and secretin. And so as that's going down into the duodenum, the small intestine, it will activate those hormones. And guess what? If it doesn't, bad things happen. The gallbladder does not get stimulated to, pro- to, to um, contract, contract and release the bile. And the same with the pancreas. And so it's very critical. Your stomach stays very, very acid. So the pepsin can be released. It can break down the pro- proteins properly as they go into the small intestine. Then they can be broken down into amino acids. Fats can be emulsified with the bile that's shot out from the small intestine. And everything works like a beautiful orchestra. Oh, perfect. And if one thing breaks... The whole chain disrupts. Yeah, bloating. Yeah. And, of course, the end result is, you know, cancer and Crohn's and all kinds of terrible, terrible, terrible problems. Constant chronic indigestion. Yes. Gastritis. Yes. Pancreatitis. All these things can definitely lead to even worse conditions. You're, yeah. You're so, right. so the formula is take four or five Zypans right away and then take three to five tablespoons of apple cider vinegar diluted in non-chlorinated water and boom, it's gone. In a matter of minutes. It's all over with. You can go back to bed. This acute situation. Right. And we recommend apple cider vinegar, of course, that has the mother, the little brown muck on the bottom. That way you know it hasn't been filtered. It's loaded with enzymes. It has vitamins, it has minerals, and it's ready to do the job. Okay, now this is when, this usually happens at night when you're laying in bed and you've eaten terribly. Di- digestion slows down anyway. Yeah, and and so you're usually at home, so have this on hand. Always have some apple cider vinegar and Zypan on hand, but if you're out and about and you do bad, bad things with your food, <laughs> then another little quick tri- trick, and this isn't really in our list of things. But if you have some Multizyme with you, which you can take as you travel, it's just capsules and you can take them anywhere you go. Open up an Multizyme, put sprinkle the powder on the back of your throat as far back as you can get. And that will also, I think the mechanism of action there is it's neutralizing that acid that's just flowing up there. Yeah, and And that will make you feel better almost immediately also. And for those who sustain a good gastric acid burn to the back of the throat, chewing up some chlorophyll yeah. tablets, chew, chew the, the uh, chlorophyll compound. That's a secret. We Complex. weren't going to tell that till the oh. next. No. <laughs> it's for internal burns. And what's more burning than acid oh. coming up your throat? Oh, boy. There isn't anything more painful, I don't think. And, well, maybe childbirth and... Maybe stones. kidney stones and, and pancreatitis <laughs> and dental abscesses putting, and teenagers. Putting a piano up your nose. Yes, yes. <laughs> that might be more painful, but it's still very, very painful. So you can sprinkle the Multizyme on the back of your throat and do it every 30 seconds or every minute um, until, it's until it's gone. Calm down. And, right. and then the chlorophyll, of course, will help the absolute burned up esophagus and literally chew it up and swallow that soothing oil yes. and the pain will go away immediately. All right. Number four, the last one we're going to talk okay. about in this podcast. Talk fast. Okay. Headache associated with fatigue. A sudden onset. Oh, oh my gosh. I have a splitting headache. Just bam. where to it come from? I don't know. I, it's just a, sp- oh, it, I feel like my head's being torn in half. Fast food liquid, orthophosphoric acid in solution with inositol. It's one of the premier products 
of uh, standard process. This is one of my favorites, too. I travel with this all the time. Yes. Um, it's good for tachycardia. It's, it's good for energy. It's energy. I always recommend a good dropper of this every morning to so make take, sure there's plenty of phosphorus. So I take my calcium at night, and I take two or three dropperfuls of phosphorus liquid. Real quick story. had a guy, there's a truck driver, couldn't keep his blood pressure down. He was way overweight, but he took four or, no, he said six or seven or eight dropfuls of phosphorus. Not phosphor- drops. Droppers, droppers full. full. Yes. Before he went and had his because this is a liquid product. He went and did his driver's test. Yeah, the, the yeah the Department of Transportation test. Yeah, this is probably cheating, and I probably shouldn't even. Anyway, he was able to pass it. His blood pressure went down. It's not a fix. Okay, there's no. It's a temporary. It's thing. a temporary thing yep. for that. Okay, but so. fast food's a sympathetic nervous system stimulator. It, it's absolutely essential for the formation of ATP. And ATP, adenosine triphosphate, is the absolute dynamite of the human body. It is the gasoline of the human body. While thyroxin, the thyroid hormone, is kind of like the governor, the regulator of how ATP works, ATP is what is the gasoline of the body. And we have about one minute of ATP in our body at any one time because it's constantly being made in the mitochondria inside the cells. And it is loaded with oxygen. And there's something called the, the electron transfer process by which that energy is converted uh, for the body to be able to use it, for the body to use the gasoline. An interesting uh, little forbidden, I don't know if it's forbidden knowledge, maybe it's just a little trivia thing, and that's the relationship of cyanide. Why why do the spies have the cyanide capsule (laughs) underneath the rear molar on the right side that if they get caught, they just release that cyanide? Or uh, the uh, U-2 pilots back in the 50s and 60s, early 60s, that were flying... Uh, uh, mission, spy missions over top of Russia and Gary Powers. And yeah. he didn't take his. I know. He got captured, he, but he had the, the cyanide capsule. Why? Because cyanide will kill you immediately or within, within seconds. Within one minute. Because it stops the formation of ATP. It just sto- It's just like pulling the plug out of the wall, which is why cyanide kills so quickly and so efficiently. But that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> We're not talking about that's killing. That's a very acute yes, situation. Yes, that's that. That's an acute situation. <laughs> and we even fast food won't help we that don't one. Have a remedy for that? No, uh, you're gonna you're gonna <laughs> need gonna some a blast maker. of epi for sure for that one. But you're gonna take um, if you get a sudden sharp headache. The reason why is that headaches aren't caused by a phosphorus deficiency, but the addition of a large dose of phosphorus in the fourth of, a form of orthophosphoric acid, which is what fast food is. Uh, combined with inositol that's mixed in there, a B vitamin, it helps to alleviate headache pain, especially headaches that are brought on by tension. Hmm. Uh, Another word that begins with T, teenagers. Headaches (laughs) that are brought on by the tension the teenagers create, the job creates, the marriage creates, the neighborhood creates, your peer group creates. So what you're going to do is you're going to take about three to six droppers (gasps) full in water. I I just had a patient that came in and she said she started to get a terrible headache as she sat down. She was so nervous to see me. She was very sick. She Bingo. That's what I'm talking about. She flew in from back east to see me and she was so nervous that I should have given her some fast food liquid. It probably would have taken that headache away. Well, almost all headaches are helped with fast food. Let me repeat that. That's important. Almost all headaches are benefited by the addition of phosphate. 
Headaches aren't caused, as I said, by a deficiency of phosphorus, but they can be helped. Thyroid headaches, low blood sugar headaches, fatigue headaches, in combination with uh, the inositol, because the inositol, which is a B vitamin, is the transport system. It transports the phosphorus into the nerve cells quickly, which usually provides good headache relief. Now, 95% of all headaches is what call, is called cervicogenic. Cervic meaning neck, genic meaning created by tension, muscle tension at the base of the skull in the neck that just causes the muscles to get super tight. It restricts blood flow and it puts pressure on what are known as the greater and lesser occipital nerves that go up into the scalp where a lot of tension headaches are generated from. Mm -hmm. And what happens is that the inositol that's in this mixture with phosphorus helps to get the phosphorus into the nerve cells to cause the nerve cells to... So there is inositol in the fast food liquid. Yes. So we use inositol. That's actually another one of our cute things for other things, but it's actually in the fast food. So. And it helps to bind the phosphorus to the to well to the B vitamin itself, which is necessary for nerve relaxation. B vitamins are so vitally important in so many areas of the body, but nerve relaxation is one of them. So uh, again, fast food liquid for a sudden sharp headache onset. Now, I'm not talking about chronic migraines, although I do have patients who, when they use the fast food, find out that migraine isn't as, as intense as it sometimes otherwise is. There's the hormonal headaches that are associated with uh, the cycle that women go through. Uh, sometimes it can help with that, but that's not the kind of headaches we're talking about. We're talking about just a sharp onset. Oh my gosh, where'd that come from? I got to lay down for a while. Do you have any Advil? Do you have any ibuprofen? I need some help. I need some help. About five or six droppers full of Fast food, and then chase it with some more water because this is very acidic. It's orthophosphoric acid, mm-hmm. and, and um, it it leaves your mouth really quickly. Though there's the aftertaste is gone within, oh, yeah. seconds. within seconds. It's a little bitter. I actually kind of look forward to it. It's really weird. It's kind of got a sweet acid taste for me. Also, late afternoon. In fact, that truck driver told me he says if you if you go past four dropperfuls, it tastes really sweet. Actually, I haven't dared really go. Well, past inositol that. is a sweetener. Well, that must be what it is. You're getting enough inositol. It yeah. is sweet. We use it in our shakes. Yeah. It's for really OCD patients, too. It's really helpful for that. And panic attacks. It helps with panic attacks. But mm-hmm. we're going to talk about that in future. And also, future. too, for headaches, um, real quickly, I'm just going to throw this out because we are the forbidden doctors. If you chew up chlorophyll, that will also help with headaches, too. I've yeah. seen that happen right in front of me. So, fast food liquid, beautiful relief of so many symptoms. And, of course, your stomach is built to take acid, so don't worry about this being too acid. Now, one caveat, don't let it, don't swish it in your mouth. Oh, yeah, don't, because it can attack the enamel. The enamel of your teeth, Just swallow it down, chase it with some water. I dilute it. I don't even... Well, that's why we dilute it in about five to six ounces of water. Yeah, I mean, I don't even take it, you know, the dropper... I, I put it in water and then oh, yes. drink it down. Yeah, don't yeah. put the dropper in your mouth. No. Put the dropper in water and dilute it. Yeah. All right, so let's recap. Recap real quickly. Childhood calcium. fevers, infectious acute inflammatory states in kids where they just have a super high fever. Calcium lactate tablets, or if you can get them to drink powdered calcium lactate, stir it up in water, shoot it down. And it helps, and do it on an empty stomach. 
as yes, much as yes, possible yes. because otherwise the calcium binds with other things. Yeah, and if there's the phosphorus, phosphorus present, it'll in, form the calcium which is phosphate. in so many foods, and it will it will send it to your bones. Yeah, your bones are calcium phosphate, yeah. and that so, once those two come together, mm-hmm. calcium is an extremely reactive mineral. Calcium does not exist by itself in the native form. As, in as um, Mark Anderson always says, he, he's the president of Standard Process West. He says calcium is a very dumb mineral. It just goes through your body. It just obeys the law of gravity. What acts on it is the way calcium works right. in your body. Right. So you need to take calcium lactate on an empty stomach to help bring down a fever. Calcium and sodium are, off, are very uh, closely associated in the periodic chart. If you took pure metallic sodium or pure metallic calcium and threw them in a pool of water, kaboom! Ooh, that'd be fun. Huge explosion as it, uh, as it combines with the oxygen in the water to form and the hydroxides and the oxides that would form because of the H2O. And that chemistry lesson we'll save for another day. Okay, Canaplex E2 for? Angina pectoris for that, for that heart pain that comes on quickly. That can be life-saving, although you still carry your nitroglycerin. You do not get rid of nitro. You no. do not replace your nitroglycerin with this. But if you can use this on a regular daily basis, you'll find out you need the nitro a And lot another less. tip, if you go hiking really high, get 10,000, 11,000 feet, take along Cataplex oh, yes. E2. It's a vasodilator, of course, and as we've explained, and it will help you breathe better. In fact, we, were, we watched a Mount Everest show the other day, and we were like, oh, they should have some Cataplex E2. <laughs> all the way through the show. And leave those oxygen tanks down at well. base camp and just take off. <laughs> you too. Maybe that's the, the secret of the Sherpas. Yeah. Maybe they're chewing up. Maybe they've pl- got a source of vitamin E that we don't know about. Yeah. Wheat germ oil is a heavy dose, but they take wheat germ oil and distill out the E2 portion to make the E2 and compound. And they sneak it in their little vats, their little ones. What are they called? Flasks? They're flasks, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, th- you think they're drinking uh, yak whiskey, but they're not. They're <laughs> drinking E2. All right, number three for emergency gastric distress. Zypan with apple cider vinegar. Absolutely. Or multi-zyme also sprinkled Multi-zyme. to the back of your throat. And then the headaches that are caused by fatigue, fast food liquid. Yeah. Five to six droppers and five to six ounces of um, water will uh, pretty well do the trick. Okay. So, um, I, here's, here's a little change for you guys now. We opened our symptom survey up to the world by adding it to our website. Previously, it was only our podcast listeners that could get to it. So, get in line quickly because it's still being offered at no charge. Normally, it's $150. Um, and guess what? Now, we're having a one to two day turnaround yes. sometimes in the same day. I got a couple of them out the other day that came in, that went back out the same day they came in. That's we were running a month behind. We're so sorry. We are. If you haven't got yours back yet, uh, we just had a whole bunch more come in this morning. Yeah. And so... Eight, I, yeah, I think. Yeah, I need to get to the office and get these things processed and back out. And what it is, it's a bunch of questions. You don't answer all the questions. You only answer the questions that relate to you. But they relate to endocrine imbalances, digestive problems, cardiopulmonary problems, skin problems, blood sugar problems, liver gallbladder problems. And it helps us to uh, put together a profile, and we make some recommendations that you might follow. And like Mary said, it's a, normally 150 It's still free. We were only doing this to the people uh, on podcast, but we're opening this up to everybody else well, now. Well, it's kind of sneaky. You have to find it. it it's, you know, not You go to ForbiddenDoctor.com, and up on the far right menu selection, you'll see survey. 
It just says survey. That's all it says. Yep. Because we're trying to kind of keep it on the lowdown for yeah. a little while. Yeah, it doesn't say free nutritional profile survey. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it just says survey because some people won't do it because they don't want to take a survey. Yeah. But this is for you and especially our podcast listeners. So don't forget, right after you turn off this podcast, if you haven't already done it, go to ForbiddenDoctor.com and click on the survey at the upper top of the menu. And these surveys are protected under HIPAA requirements, so no one sees them except our nutritional staff, and every symptom survey is reviewed and customized by either you, Dr. Jack, and or Mary. And we've got a couple of minutes left. You want to tell them about the hair and the thyroid? Oh, yeah. and We had a patient that her hair has been constantly falling out and thinning. Well, I'll just read what she wrote me. She says, my hair was constantly falling out and thinning after using only one bottle of ageless thyroid. The amount of hair coming out greatly decreased and the thickness increased. And her mother said the same thing. When we put ageless thyroid together, I wasn't putting it together for a hair product. (laughs) I was putting it to to something to support the structure and function of the endocrine system to help all of the endocrine glands work better. But the thing I'm hearing in feedback more than anything else is my hair stopped falling out. Yeah, everybody's talking about that. And my hair has been growing out. Um, My hairdresser has been coming out. I finally brought her a bottle of the ageless thyroid. And gave it to her. And she says, oh, Mary, thank you so much. Because look right here. And she lifted up her hair. She had a big bald spot. Oh. Yeah. And so, you know, she's around so many toxins all the time. Her thyroid's just got to take a beating. One more thing I've got to say about ageless thyroid. Are you going to say it? Yeah. You notice (laughs) I've been chasing you around the house more. (laughs) I think, you know, I've been feeling really good lately. I mean, my, my son's taking care of my spine. I've been following the GAPS program more or less. You've been doing really well. Doing better. But I started Ageless Thyroid when it came out, which is, I think, three months ago is Mm -hmm. when it first showed up. I think my libido is exploding. And you're 65. I'm 65 years old. That's a good sign of health. Can't take my eyes off of you. (laughs) You're just... I, I'm telling you, you're driving me nuts, Mary. You're driving me nuts sitting here right now just looking at you with headphones on your head. Well, see, that means you'll be around a long time. Guess what else oh, we did? Oh, I didn't think you were going to go into this. <laughs> we were out on a date the other night, and we saw there was a little psychic reading. Oh. So we, we went down and sat down, and it was really cute. And the psychic lady said that you were going to live to 100. She says, you're going to live a very long time. And probably to a hundred. And then she, when she did me on the reading, she said, she just kept saying over and over, you're a healer, you're a healer, emotional and physical, you're a healer. And so when she got all done, she says, well, tell me, what do you do for a living? And I kind of went, well, I'm a healer. And she said, oh, so are you a nurse or a doctor? <laughs> and I said... No, they're not healers. They're, not healers. they're no. crisis care. Yeah, they save your pain life. Management people. <laughs> yeah, they're <laughs> symptom relievers. They'll save a life, but, uh, but they're not healers. That was funny. That was pretty funny. So, anyway, we're getting a lot of good reports on the ageless thyroid. I'm really excited. And another big side effect has been good energy. Yes. Because when you can convert the T4 to T3, you've got that energy that the the ATP just working for you again. So these exhausted mothers, these exhausted, I always go to women, but they need the ageless thyroid. All right. I think that'll do it. Okay. We will see you you next next week. week. 
Thanks for listening to the Forbidden Doctor podcast with Dr. Jack and Mary Stockwell. It's our pleasure to join you on your health revolution and look forward to our quest for health together. Join us again next week for more health secrets and forbidden truths about self-healing. Until then, visit ForbiddenDoctor.com and enter your email to receive a special coupon for the Forbidden Doctor special scientific formula, our long-life energy enzymes. This custom-made one-capsule supplement is created from the most concentrated energy-stimulating enzymes. For more information, be sure to head over to ForbiddenDoctor.com. These podcasts are provided for information only. The previous statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Nothing that was said is intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.